up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So it's the first day of the offseason, and we already have some moves to announce. You know, it's not very common to to have big news this early in the offseason, but here we go. Edwin Diaz has agreed to a five-year, $102 million deal to remain with the Mets. This is the richest contract in history for a reliever. And it surpasses a role as Chapman's just completed five-year, $86 million deal with the Yankees. No reliever has ever gotten nine figures in a deal. Edwin Diaz is now the first. This deal also takes Edwin Diaz off the market just days before he would have been eligible to sign with any team. He was set to become a free agent for the first time in his career, but the Mets have made sure that's not going to happen because they want to keep him. He's coming off one of the most dominant seasons by a modern closer. It was an all-star campaign that transformed what was a rocky narrative for him with the Mets because he did have a couple rough years with the Mets, actually, and he just had a good year at the right time. Because you have to remember, Edwin Diaz was acquired in a December 2018 trade when he came over with Robinson Cano, came over from the Seattle Mariners, and he debuted with the most challenging season of his career in 2019. He blew seven saves, lost seven games. He produced a five and a half ERA his first year in New York. But then he rebounded with stronger performances in 2020 and 2021. But it wasn't until this past summer that he became one of the most the most popular relievers the Mets have ever employed. I mean, he had 17.1 strikeouts per nine. That was the second highest in history, in baseball history, among pitchers with at least 30 innings. And that trails only Aroldis Chapman's 2014 season with the Reds. So, you know, you're talking about elite company there. And obviously, you know, as far as the theatrics and putting fans in the seats, Edwin Diaz does that with his with his walkout music, which was very popular. And uh, the Mets broadcast definitely uh, enjoyed that. It got to the point where they stopped cutting to commercial break whenever Edwin Diaz was about to enter the game so everyone could see his entrance with the music. And Edwin Diaz, here's the thing. He's still just 28 years old. He's a two-time All-Star who has saved 205 games in seven seasons, including three with the Mariners and the last four with the Mets. So his career ERA is a 2.93. So shout out to Edwin Diaz. He's going to be with the Mets for for uh, another four years, but his contract does include an opt-out after the 2025 season, so that's after the third year. But uh, we'll see. I mean, things can change year to year, and relievers can be volatile, but considering the fact Diaz is 28, he's perfectly in his prime, and this is the perfect length deal for a guy like him. And uh, yeah, he's now the richest reliever in baseball history. In other news, we already have our first trade of the offseason. The Braves have already started to fortify their outfield depth. They acquired Sam Hilliard from the Rockies in exchange for right-handed pitcher Dylan Spain. So Sam Hilliard hit a career-high 14 homers for the Rockies in 2021. But then, you know, this past season, he hit just two homers with very low 544 OPS and a 28.5% strikeout rate. So they're really playing much in 2022. 
But now he's going to be joining the outfield in Atlanta, which already is pretty strong. He's joining Ronald Acuna Jr., Michael Harris II, Eddie Rosario, Marcelo Zuna, and Guillermo Heredia as the outfielders on Atlanta's 40-man roster. But, I mean, it's not really anything to write home about. I don't think you're going to expect to see this guy in the big leagues. He'll probably be in AAA for the time being. But, of course, the, the situation in Atlanta could definitely change. Uh, they could definitely decide to, they could definitely decide to just trade some guys or whatever, but it is what it is. In other news, so the Phillies just obviously came off a World Series run, but Bryce Harper was a huge part of their season. He is, you know, without him, they would not have made it as deep in the playoffs as they did. And the reason they were able to keep Bryce Harper around throughout the season was because of the DH rule. The designated hitter being in the National League allowed Bryce Harper to stay in their lineup despite tearing his UCL earlier in the season. So he missed a few weeks or maybe a month or so in the middle of the season due to that UCL injury, but then he came back as a DH. He was not in the outfield when he came back, and he just remained as the designated hitter the rest of the season. It's not clear as to which route Harper's going to take, in his recovery right now because you know he was diagnosed with the ucl tear in early may and the rest of the way you know he hit 286 with 18 homers but the thing with harper is is he going to get surgery or is he going to try to rehab it we have to look at a couple of guys who recently had the same injury so max muncie suffered ucl damage at the end of the 2021 season and he opted not to get surgery. And he said the recovery was not as quick as he had hoped. And six months after the injury, he wasn't fully recovered. In contrast, Corey Seager had surgery. He missed the remainder of the, well, so he had this in 2018, but he missed the remainder of the 2018 season. And he returned in time for, you know, the following season. But he missed a lot of time due to surgery. Bryce Harper and the Phillies have not indicated which route he's going to take, but depending on the severity of the injury, the start of his 2023 season might be delayed. So it's just something to keep an eye on. But definitely having that DH really plays in the Phillies' favor because they don't have to have Harper in the outfield. They could just keep him as a DH. They don't need his glove out there in the outfield. So... Maybe they just keep him as a DH and they avoid surgery for the time being. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you kick the cat down the road, I mean, now, like early in the offseason, now is as good of a time to get it as ever. You know, if you're going to get surgery, you might as well get it now. If you wait until next year, then you're like losing more time. Then you'd have to wait till the following offseason. So if you're ever going to get surgery, you have to do it at the very beginning of an offseason and then just only miss, you know, early parts of the next season. But if he just decides to rehab it, he can DH and rehab it extensively for several months. He can he can rehab his UCL for another calendar year and and just DH all of 2023 if he wants to. That's that's an option he has. We'll see. We'll see what he and the team decide to do. Carlos Rodon has opted out of his contract. Giant starter Carlos Rodon, so he's now entered free agency. He had a player option for $22.5 million in 2023, but given his exceptional performance this year, it's really no surprise he has chosen to enter 
the open market. I mean, this is a guy who turned in 178 innings of 2.88 ERA ball. So he proved that his decision to take a shorter deal last winter and bet on himself was the correct decision. So now he's going to enter free agency as one of the top players available. He should definitely cash in with a long-term deal. Even though he's had an injury play career, he's been strong in recent years, and I think teams will roll that dice and hope to give him that long-term deal, maybe four years or something. In other news, Matt Holliday has returned to the St. Louis Cardinals as a bench coach. So he's going to return to the team he spent eight years playing for, but he's, he's a bench coach now. I think this is kind of a, a precursor of things to come. It tends to be that, you know, when, when someone's interested in becoming a manager down the line, they return as a bench coach, and then when a managerial opening happens, at some point they, they become manager. This is, I think this is the path we're going to see Matt Holiday take. It is what it is. I mean, he, this is someone who's uh, well-respected in the baseball world. Obviously, he was a phenomenal player, and he only retired very recently. I mean, Matt Holiday's he's 42 years old. I mean, he played as recently as 2018. So that's that's the news coming out of St. Louis. So that is where we stand with things today. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. <laughs>